There are so many great stories out there in the world about well-known people. And although the world makes the rags to riches stories seem like the best ones, you know, the ones where someone came from some underground hole or the hood to become a big star in Hollywood or making millions of dollars from nothing. And yes, the Holy Scripture does say to judge men by their fruits. I'm not one to judge anybody, but I believe that personally means to judge them by the fruits of their spirit and not just their financial gains, which is how much of a person of excellence they are. And, you know, with having integrity, gentleness, righteousness, and purity. Anyway, I believe the greatest stories are not just about wealth and riches alone, but the main characters mostly have a key aspect about redeeming their souls or saving themselves from themselves. Basically, how they were able to use all their power to get out of their own way in order to create a great story for their lives. So if you want to know the greatest story ever told and the key foundational steps to crafting a great story for your life, grab a glass of water, wine, or your favorite cocktail and keep listening. Badassery is a daily practice of self-truth. You don't become badass instantly. You become badass by becoming a person of excellence, which is by having integrity, sticking to your commitments, and being consistent in your actions. Hi, I'm your host, Paige, and welcome to the Badass Fabulous podcast, where badass stands for the clarity of your goals and gaining the courage to go after them. And fabulous stands for your state of being after accomplishing those goals. Because life is a never-ending journey of self-growth, on the Badass Fabulous podcast, you'll learn tools and strategies that help you align your body, mind, soul, and actions to your God-given purpose. Thanks for joining, and here is what we have for you today. Hello, hello. We're going to do a quick check-in. So January is over. (laughs) That was really quick. How are you really doing? How are you feeling? I find that a lot of us take off in the new year with our plans and we just keep going without pausing to see if we're going towards the right direction. We just want to get to that finish line. So how are you feeling about your year so far? Don't raise any judgments towards yourself. I don't want to hear anything negative. The first month of the year is gone. And if you didn't quite like how it went for you, whatever that may look like, now, right now, <laughs> is a great moment to just pause everything for this brief moment, stop what you're doing, and see what you liked about January or not. What did you really want to do but didn't get to do? What were you committed to, your planned or unplanned commitments? 
It's typically the unplanned commitments that keep us from committing to the things that would ultimately give us the results that we want. With this brief reflection, how would you like the rest of this love month, February, to go for you? Your business, at work, with your family, your significant other, or your lover? (laughs) How would you like the rest of the year to go? Remember, it's your life and you do have a say in the outcome of it by being intentional about the actions we take each day. If you did get any insight from this reflection, I urge you to please write it down. It's so important to have a single place where we can physically see our deep yearnings for life. And if you've been keeping up with these check-ins, I do hope that you've been keeping a badass fabulous journal to keep up with your check-ins and insights. (laughs) Anyway, I'd also love to know how you're enjoying these check-ins so far. And if this is your first time listening, welcome, welcome. You can send your thoughts and any questions you have to badassfabulouspodcast at gmail.com. I'd love, love, love to hear from you. And if you're really enjoying this show, you can also leave a five-star rating on iTunes and your favorite podcast platforms. Thank you. So today's episode is about the greatest story ever told, and I'll be sharing six foundational qualities or steps to building a great life story for yourself. And just to let you know, this is a two-part episode because I didn't want it to be too long, so I'll be releasing the second part of this episode tomorrow, so look out for it. And now you might be wondering what this great story is, and I'll tell you at the end of part two, which is the part coming out tomorrow. So I'll start with the six foundational steps to creating a great life story for yourself. All right, so what I know about life is that the most amazing stories I hear about a person's life is usually how a person grew into their being and pure essence on their life's journey and how their momentum to keep going on the journey and protecting the journey was usually built from having a sense of clarity of who they knew they were becoming. And as they kept going in that direction, they got clearer about the things they needed to help themselves grow in their journey. And when they did this, the riches, millions or billions of dollars was an effect of the actions they took. Now, another way to put this is that the greatest success comes with inner peace and joy. And that comes when one is aligned to the will of God for their lives, usually. This causes a person to transform intentionally in order to become the version of them that they would be responsible enough to handle the success. And let's face it, one enjoys life more that way. 
there are very few of these stories of having peace and joy and success simultaneously. In fact, a lot of wealthy people actually say that you cannot have both, which is not true. Because, because they might not be happy after they made their billions doesn't mean that you can't be when you make yours. So in enjoying this process of life, which is getting just a bit clearer on your target, on our calling, goals, purpose, whatever your focus is or what you want, and also knowing the level of yourself that you need to expand into or become in order to get to that target or goal with inner peace and joy in your spirit, you'll need to do these with the right intentions to reach your goals while remaining aware of how how your being is evolving with every encounter, interaction, every challenge, and celebration. Some of these will prove that you might not be quite ready spiritually, physically, or even mentally and emotionally to handle that which you desire. So you and you only will know that you need to go back to work on specific areas of your being just so you can become who you need to be to receive or accomplish your goals or vision successfully with inner peace and joy. Now, if you're just looking for material wealth, you know, it's completely different. This is about creating a great life story. And a great life story is a life well lived with joy and inner peace. You never want to get to the next level of your life prematurely. Why? Because it'll be chaotic. It'll feel like a hamster's wheel and it's going to lack joy. Now, don't get me wrong. Deciding to walk in your purpose will feel like a hamster's wheel at times also, except that there'll be a deeper sense of inner peace and joy, even on the most stressful days. And what's life without fun and joy? I'm sharing this because the badass fabulous theme for 2021, which I shared on one of the previous episodes, is all about enjoying the process. So much of us are so focused on doing that we're so exhausted and we're waiting to get to a certain place in order to feel like, ah, now I can breathe or now I deserve a little fun or a true moment of bliss. You know, the fact that God woke me up today, the first question I ask is, okay, Lord, what am I celebrating today? And what's the most important action you want me to take to move your wheel in my life forward? I usually do this in a journal and the answers will come to you if you'd like to try this, but you doubt that you wouldn't hear anything. Always remember, no matter what you've done, you're still a child of God and all he wants is for you to come to him and share any internal struggles with him just so you can get the direction you need that no other man can give you. This is good to do because if you have nothing to look forward to in your day, you might wake up feeling like shiznits, especially if you did not sleep too well. I believe that purpose is not a destination, but more of a journey to becoming a better version of you. And you're never late. I found that God loves taking his time in molding us. And then once we 
get it. Once the worldly skills fall from our eyes and we're able to see where God is taking us to, and then we decide to have the courage to submit to it, then we're able to step into that leadership role for our lives. This is why I pay very close attention to how I transform in my life, what I learn in every season with every challenge and every experience I go through. Okay, so back to living a great story. We each determine what a great story is based on our values and perspectives. However, here are six ways to creating a foundation that you can build a great life filled with love and joy. So the first is to decide on what you're going to go after and how you might do this, for instance, is getting extremely clear on who you want to be at the end of this year. I would go as far as at the end of your life. You know, what do you want to have accomplished or built and what would you want people to say at your funeral? A lot of people hate that question, but when I ask, who are you and what are you about and are you living your life according to that? It's loaded, but it's um, those are questions we all need to ask ourselves, you know, continuously. Your goals, tasks, and daily action steps are the only things that can give the outcomes you really want. Things rarely happen as planned, but you need to have an execution plan on how you want to get to where you're going. I found that praying and meditating on God's word and his presence with fasting helps tremendously to get clear on a vision or the strategy to go about something. I personally receive ideas and tips on who to associate with or not along this journey. Though your vision is there to exhilarate you and your loved ones, it's also supposed to bless and help other people. So if you go about your day without doing at least one intentional thing towards your future, the impact usually shows after many years of doing this. So for example, a lot of people who might have made their jobs their life might feel so lost in the world or lose their identity after they retire or let's say if they lost their job, especially if they never had any passion projects that they worked on on the side. And those do not necessarily need to be for money, but maybe to save the creative genius part of their soul. Another example could be starting a business and working on ideas without really having a long-term vision for the business. For those people, after a while, they might lose interest or if there is no longer a demand for the business, they might also feel completely lost. But with your why, which is your reason for deciding to do something, you feel like you're on a mission with whatever you choose to work on. So with this mission-like perspective, for instance, for those working in jobs, when they experience a shift in their energy, maybe they get bored or acquire a terrible employee or even a bad manager, they don't immediately complain every day about the job, but instead they are aware that they're not in their current jobs by accident. These people will usually ask themselves what their assignment is on their job. Why God really put them there? 
with certain people that might rub them off one way or another. Maybe it's for them to grow in a certain way or build on a specific character trait or maybe speaking up for some people, you know, building authority in a space. It might not even be about developing a new skill set. It might just be about the financial aspect of it with the salary being a way to fund your future or more important fun work that you might be doing on the side. This is very critical for those working in companies. The moment you get a divine revelation or realization of why you might be working where you work, it will be a game changer for you. And that's when you would know if you're still in training in a spiritual aspect for something bigger later on in life. Or you would know when it's time to leave a company to become a change maker in a different work environment. So get some insight and then decide on what you want to do and then go do it. The second thing is use what you have. You need nothing outside of yourself to start building today or going after your audacious dreams and goals. I believe that if it's a vision from God, it might be scary because you'll not be able to do it in your power alone because then you wouldn't need him. But once you gain the courage to take the first step, God will step in as needed. It's time for some people to stop dreaming and wishing about going after their goals without taking any action. One of my favorite quotes in scripture is, be faithful over a few, and I'll make you ruler over many. Paraphrasing here. This might have something to do with your money management, wisdom acquired, or knowledge, your household. So for example, how well you maintain and care for your rental property will show how well you can care for your mortgage property. And for my single ladies and men listening, how well you take care of yourselves, your body, mind, soul, including your house currently, determines how well you'll care for your partner and your marital home after you get married. And after a while, that's going to grow into a family, right? Then you're going to have kids and all the good stuff that follows afterwards. So the faster you can improve on your ability to use and manage what you have, the better you'll be able to handle more when it comes. This is a law and a principle in scripture. And with this foundational principle of using what you have, you'll have the ability to sustain whatever it is that comes your way over time. A lot of people are looking for ways to make extra income, but I'll tell you, they probably have stuff in their house right now that they no longer use or need that they can sell. And for those who have been trying to start a venture or business for forever, you know yourselves, you've probably been accumulating and hoarding all the information you've consumed and learned over the years, most especially from being locked indoors since 2020. I bet some of you even paid for some information, some courses, workshops, and God knows what else, but no action was ever taken on them. So really look into your knowledge consumption inventory or library, that's what I call them. Get organized and see what you have so you can create the mental space to 
really go deep to understand and apply good stuff to your life. Basically, stop consuming and start creating. You'll be glad you did. And you're the only one who can create the life that you want. The third, trust the process. Yes, this is really trusting God, being patient and staying close to him on a daily basis, especially if the vision of what you're executing on or what you decided to work on is of your divine purpose, because you might feel like you have no flipping clue what you're doing a lot of the time. And if the vision is from God, it's probably never been done before. So the map you're searching for to proceed does not exist, okay? It's not there. It's not on Google. It's not with anyone, but it's within you. So just keep making progress no matter what experience the world presents to you. I have found that the larger the impact of what we decide to do has, the more challenging it might be, both with internal and external forces. So with trusting God, a lot of people say that they trust God, but then their behaviors and speaking show so much fear with making any decisions or taking the right actions. But with taking action, even when you do not see the next step, that's trusting God. Because you know you cannot fail or fall, you just know that he's got your back. And if you do fall, you fall right onto his wings and you'll be okay, trust me. Now, to trust God, you need to understand the ways of God. And to understand the ways of God deeply, you'll need to search and read the scriptures and ask for divine guidance in understanding the words you read and how they apply to your life. This can be done in quiet moments alone and not always with a group or in a church setting. After all, the quality of your personal relationship with God will determine how much you can trust him. So if you think about it, it's the same as dating. You don't just meet a person and trust them. Trust will need to be built consistently and intentionally over time if you want it to go anywhere. And it takes two. So the more you seek God and spend time with him, the more he reveals more of himself to you. The moment you know that God is interested in whatever project you're working on, it should be a game changer for you. So trust the process and trust God. You're doing good. Keep going. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to end here for this episode. So in summary, the three we just went through are deciding on what you're going after, two, using what you have, and three, trusting the process. So I'll let this sit with you for now. I'll be going through the fourth fifth and sixth points in part two of this episode, which are enjoying the process, staying power and connecting the dots you definitely want to look out for this because i'll also be sharing the greatest story ever told and with that i'd like to end with a quick prayer so dear lord i thank you for giving me this point to share with the world and I pray that people are able to take them, digest them, apply them to their lives and to 
really get some insight into what part of themselves or what areas of their lives they need to adjust or modify or change. And I pray that this year will be a game changer for everyone listening, that we all take intentional steps in how we live our lives every day and that we get our heart's desires. In Jesus' name, amen. And that's it for today. And until the next episode, which is coming out tomorrow, so don't forget, be badass fabulous for the greater good.